Welcome to the Educate US podcast with your host, Nick Saveri, Dr. Stacy Schultz and Dr. Patrice Fenton. Three former teachers and administrators talking about a wide range of topics happening in education. Time to educate us. I have to admit, I'm very excited. I'm very excited when I do the show with Mike as well with Can We Please Talk, but I get to breathe a little bit more today because I get to nerd out on the thing that I am most passionate about other than my family, which of course is education. For those of you who've listened to that show, thank you of course for doing so. I'm Nick Saveri, but most importantly, I am not here by myself. My two co-hosts who you will be introduced to in a moment are also part of this program as well. My role here changes a little bit. Oftentimes, I usually give that context on Can We Please Talk. I'm usually the person that kind of gives those you know, fiery takes and such. And in this space, I get to dial that down and instead play point guard to two exceptional shooting guards or power forwards or small forwards, depending on what you know they played in basketball, respectively. I begin with Dr. Patrice Fenton, but alongside me is Dr. Stacey Schultz. So yes, I am surrounded by really, really intelligent people. Um, I get Mike as well, and you know, too. But but for my two co but for my two co-hosts, it's an opportunity for them to talk about their respective experience. And that's what we want to bring to the show, folks. We bring people here who have education leadership experience, people who have been teachers, people who have worked with curriculum, people who are in the pro who are always in the field of human development. And I cannot stress that enough that when we talk about schools or any type of learning and development whatsoever, we are talking about growing people. And that in and of itself, and the passion for how that is done and how it can be done to the justice of children is what brings us here today. So today we're gonna to dive into the book that they're writing and also what brings them to both the show and the book that they're currently working on. So with that in mind, finally, I'll shut up. I will go to first my colleague on my right on Zoom, Dr. Patrice Fenton. Dr. Fenton, introduce yourself to this audience, your education journey, and why why are you interested, why were you interested in partnering with Stacy and myself to do a show? Wow, what a question. Uh, first, thank you, Nick and Stacy. This is like a delight and a pleasure to share space with you all in this particular context. Um, where do I begin? Well, I'm from Brooklyn. That's important to say. I make sure I say it everywhere I go. Brooklyn has been a part of my development, my human development for sure. Um, so I'm born and raised. Uh, I'm a mom of two. I have an 18-year-old and a nine-year-old, who I like to say is going on 29. Um, and they're a big part of my why, of course, as a parent. But as you mentioned, I, I'm also an educator and, and now a leader. Um, and just uh, a, an observer also of what's happening in our schools. Um, and that's what brings me here. I, I do a lot of consuming of information, uh, whether it's on social media, reading books, articles, et cetera. Um, and I just got to a place where I'm like, I realize I have things to say and I'm not saying them. And I think that they could be useful for folks out there who are navigating just very, very sticky, icky terrains um, in our school buildings and just someone who cares a lot about community and um, understanding schools is like, I like to think of them as hubs of community. So literally everyone has had a schooling experience. Schooling is compulsory in our country. So everyone has to pass through a school. Everyone has a schooling experience, um, but they're not all the same. 
Um, and not that they should be the same, but they're not all um, as quality as they probably should be. That part at least should be the same, right? So um, my hope is that um, in this space, coming together with both of you who are brilliant minds in um, this field and just amazing human beings, if I do say so, um, that we'll get to have some conversation that can be really illuminating for folks and helpful more than anything to kind of demystify and give people language, give people um, a sense of how to advocate for themselves um, and things that they can you know, do to make change however they need to, however they see fit um, based on joining us on our, um, our podcast here. So I'm more than happy to, to share space and to, to lend my voice where it might be helpful. Awesome. Well, thanks, Patrice and Nick, and share a lot of your enthusiasm and, and excitement and passion uh, for education. In fact, there's too many times where the conversation of education takes over in social events, <laughs> um, over dinner, uh, over so many um, just spaces that I am in because of the passion and the people I am surrounded by um, are also educators or in the education space and in one way or another. Uh, so my education journey, I'm from Philly. Um, as Patrice said, I like to shout that out whenever possible. Uh, and also, um, I had an interesting public school education where I got to go to magnet schools in Philadelphia, one of which was a creative arts um, school and performing arts, and then on to uh, Central High School uh, 257. Just need to say that for any Central listeners out there. Um, and I, I feel really blessed in that education that I personally received, but my own brothers and family members did not receive the same level of um, education that I did. And it became very clear to me uh, early on that that was the case. And what did that mean? And I started to be curious and ask questions from a young age. And uh, that, you know, has led me on many different journeys through the education school system, um, through education in general, through communities, and just like learning and being curious and taking action. And so hoping we can, I can bring that to this show as well and to our listeners. Full disclosure too, you know, in addition to being friends, we also happen to work together. And obviously I've talked about the work that I do with schools and school districts um, across the country on Can We Please Talk? And I'm fortunate to do that work alongside Stacy and Patrice. So introductions aside and our why for the show, we have now shared that and we're excited to do so. Now let's just get into just a very specific thing that you both are currently working on, which is a book, which at face value, is always just a taxing effort. I think about um, writing essays in school, right? Like just, you know, having an idea in your head and trying to put pen to paper. And, and I've often said in education that perhaps maybe the most challenging thing is to support the growth and development of someone as a writer. Um, and I've often talked to teachers about those who really don't have that experience as a writer themselves. How do you bring that about of students? And ultimately what happens is, what we see in terms of writing, the way it's taught, leaves a lot to be desired. And it usually becomes challenging when you get out of the education space and you're, you're a writer yourself. And with that in mind, I'm going to go to you both. When you both think of your respective experiences in school, learning how to write, what stayed with you as you started to put this book together? And let's, let's be honest for a minute, you're both in a very early stage. 
And when you, um, and that's in the beginnings of it. And Stacey, you, I'll have you go first and just sharing a little bit of what stage that is just to let our listeners know, you know, what we think of books, it's not just going from ideation to publication. It's, there's steps in between. But to you both, I'll ask, what's the difference between what you learned as a writer in school to the writing practice that you have now? Stacey, I'm going to go to you first. I mean, again, I'll just like, I was pretty lucky in in my schooling and my the educators that I um, shared space with were very inviting around writing. It wasn't uh, always about the structure. It was about the ideas and how do you form ideas and be in that, you know, kind of thinking space and and what, you know, however you kind of want to do that. Do you want to do that on a, in a journal? Do you want to do that with a partner and, and that invitation? And I have to say like that has been really instrumental to this writing process, partnering with Patrice, who is like just an amazing partner in so many ways. And just having the dialogues we have, the different ideations we've had, the different share, the pushing that we do for each other and the encouragement. I mean, there's a lot of beauty there that is really um, encouraging in the writing process. As you mentioned, Nick, there could be, there's parts of, of the writing process that are not, you know, always easy. And so having a partner in that has been really supportive and drawing on, you know, really leaning into that has been one thing that um, has helped me as to where we are in the process. And where we are in the process is where we have about two more chapters to write. Uh, and and uh, we're working with our editor to kind of shape up the current chapters that we've submitted. Uh, and and uh, so we feel, you know, it's funny you said early, and I guess it really is early, but I kind of feel like we've done a lot of work already. <laughs> Not mm. so early in the writing phase, but but you're right. We probably we we probably are. I mean, once once we get these chapters to her, there's like a whole editing process and production process that we'll engage with that we've been it's been alluded to us, but we're not really sure of it yet. So we'll learn that along the way. Yeah. This is a great question about thinking back to our like earlier writing experiences. I too had a mostly positive experience. I came through the public school system in New York City. Um, and I say that happily, and that's why I'm such a, an advocate as well for public schools in particular, because I have actually a really positive experience. And I, so that makes me know it's possible, you know. Um, and for the most part, my, my memories of that are, are positive, except um, your question made me remember, I actually went to Temple University, so shout out to Philly. Stacey and I, sidebar, have all these like amazing <laughs> parallels that we found out about each other across these last few years, so very interesting. So that's one of them. Um, but when I went to Temple, I actually tested out a freshman comp. And I don't say that to toot my horn, although I was very proud of that, but that signaled to me that something was missed before. Mm -hmm. It says like, oh, I'm actually a pretty good writer. Um, but no one had ever really explicitly said that to me in high school or any time before that. Um, so it's like, oh, was that missed? Is this a, a skill, a craft that I could have been honing a lot sooner, um, at least in a formal sense? Um, so there's that. But in any event, I, I I enjoy just, again, as Stacey said, just the the thought partnership. I use that term a lot. We might hear that term a lot, but I feel like we really do get to thought partner. I mean, it helps that we're very thought aligned, um, but I think we do a, a great job of stretching each other's thinking. Um, 
And that having that as part of a writing process to me is like uh, amazing, you know, really amazing. Cause it's not about critique. It's not about like, you know, picking writing apart or anything like that or doing a writer's workshop or anything like that. It's just like two humans connecting on our thoughts and, you know, stretching each other and getting those thoughts out on a, you know, digital page Mm -hmm. and then coming together and saying, hey, what's here? You know, what do we want to grow? What do we want to shrink? You know, Um, and being able to really like go through that process with someone um, has been incredible. So I I think about a lot of things in terms of how a painter goes up to a canvas these days. Mm -hmm. I've been doing some painting in the last few years of my life. Um, and it's very much like that. It's a very, you know, this creative process is like um, just an amazing part of my journey as an educator, um, but also just being a human, you know? So we've been talking about process so far, about process and also connection to our respective experiences as writers in school. Going back to you both about what your hopes are for people with this book, you know, thinking about now. I had an opportunity to read an early chapter of the book and I appreciate you both sharing it with me. And that talked about that moment or a series of moments leading up to the decision of what role you wanted to play in education because you both were educators and you still are educators, obviously, but the specific role you had in school would change or in the school community would change. Thinking about that, what do you hope the second someone puts your book down, Mm. what do you both hope that person leaves with is able to do and start to talk to others about? Um, So what do I hope they leave with? Um, I'll just go with it because the word came up organically, hope. I think um, there's so much that happens in our school buildings, no matter whose perspective you think of it from, whether it's the school leader, the student, the parent, the teacher, school secretary, safety agent, whoever it is, um, there's just so much happening and it's it's a very complex space. Um, and I think what we're trying to offer to school communities is the idea of like, what does it look like if we think about belonging and center that in what brings us together in this particular space, mm-hmm. but also thinking about the community in which the school resides as well, because oftentimes that gets cut off um, once you step into that building. Um, so I'm, my, my thinking is that when someone puts the book down, they're like, oh, there's a way, you know, whatever the thing is that they need to get through, that they found something that they can like sink their teeth into, um, that they can incorporate and take action on um, in a meaningful way, you know, um, and something that they can kind of keep going back to and being able to say to someone like, hey, you know, I read this thing and it said actually, and it helps to either shift the mindset shift the behavior or way or approach, um, uh, open someone up to like being more inclusive or, or, or more community centered or more we, as opposed to just I, um, that sort of thing. Um, so that's in a nutshell, that's kind of what, what my hope is or what my aim is for, for folks who go on the journey with us in our book. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I agree and what comes to mind for me on top of that is like, and and I think you were really pointing to this a bit, Patrice, but the idea of like going from surviving to thriving um, and, or even just status quo to thriving, right? Um, and really in that way of sometimes I think in the system, 
it feels like there's a lot of, you have to do this or you have to do that and you have to do it this way. And just inviting some invitation to, well, it could be a different way. You could consider it this way and that there is, you have the power and so does the community with you. And so how do you re sort of, um, I don't even mean reallocate, but it, it it's like rebalance that belief for everyone in the community and, and, and really um, what can be done then? Like, and I think that word of hope is, is really beautiful there when everyone feels the power they have and can influence like that thriving um, in a school community for, for all the adults and children and, and, you know, what happens then? And that hope definitely resonates there for me. I'm, I'm sitting with that word because it's, it is so low on my list of what often comes up in the conversation about education. So mm. that yeah. you both will be able to put forward something that brings that energy. I, I am, I'm hopeful, no pun intended for that, <laughs> because, you know, I think about this often that in most cases, when the conversation of education comes up, both schooling and a policy matter, mm-hmm. that always seems to have a negative spiral to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fortunate because most people I talked about education have a background in education. Um, so there's an understanding there, but I have the times I've had it with people who are not practicing educators. It often is based upon a lot of mis- a lot of misinterpretation or just things that they're hearing from different spaces. And as I think about that, obviously that thinks about this show and where we go forward and this journey that we're about to take. And you know, a final question I have for you both here is where do we go from here? What excites you about as this show continues? What are you excited about this show doing for yourself and doing for others? That's a a good question. Um, I I think, you know, along those, and we, we may have said that, and I think there, I think I even just wrapped this, but that there are other ways of doing things, right? I mean, sometimes we all get trapped in sort of um, a status quo or routine or, well, this is just the way it is. Um, And I would, I would guess I would name that as hopelessness almost um, and sort of resigning to this is the way. And I, I would love if this show is able to provide and, and the book, you know, able to provide people a different way of thinking about what's next, what's possible, what they can do themselves or what they can do with others. Um, And that would be really powerful um, to me. And I think for me, it's like kind of, yeah, you know, Patrice named this of, I've always been a little hesitant to put myself out there in this way and like, well, who am I? What do I have to say about this? Like, and, and actually I have a lot to say about this. So um, I think for me growing my uh, confidence and voice more in this space um, as, you know, putting more out there, not, you know, book content, et cetera, is something I'm hoping to gain and, and build new communities because of that, which is really um exciting to me about that and and i think when you build new communities you have the opportunities for new change and new perspective um new relationships which are all you know super meaningful to me yeah 
Um, it's so wonderfully stated. I agree with so much of it, probably all of it. Um, yeah, I think um, I'm excited by just the possibility of what can come, right? Just, I mean, you never know. Um, and I, I think I'm just hoping that even if, it's almost just like how I experienced the classroom. Like, even if it's just one mind out there that latches on to something we've shared that helps to transform their experience in some way, I would I would be like over the moon, you know? Um, so, and if it's more than one, even more so, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I hope that what we're doing here is, you know, able to, and as we all know, our, our work that, that we do, that we engage in focuses a lot on transformation, right? Um, and so I hope this space would be no different, you know, that conversations we're able to have here, the, the thoughts that we're able to offer, the guests that we're able to sit with, that we can provide um, a transformative um, experience to our listeners. And that something can grow from that, whatever that might be, you know, whether it be for us, um, our listeners, uh, a community that can come of it, which the thought of that excites me beyond, uh, beyond. <laughs> um, and Stacey and I have talked about this before, like bringing people together. So, you know, just the idea of, of something growing from this, I think is, is exciting for me. And, and just as Stacey mentioned, and I think I may have mentioned as well earlier, um, just being able to use my voice more, just on a personal note, I um, I spend a lot of time sort of being behind the scenes. I'm very comfortable there. I'm very comfortable supporting others and using their voice and positioning other people to be in the forefront and contributing content-wise in all these various ways. Um, and so, you know, I think it's time that I, I, I step from behind the curtain a bit and, you know, provide something to the conversations that are happening because I, I do have something very thoughtful to provide. And as Stacey said, I actually have a lot of thoughts of my own that I should <laughs> be providing and offering that I think could be actually helpful. And that's really what it comes down to. I always say whenever I do professional development workshop, a coaching session, I always say like, I, I consider myself to be a resource. So please, you know, consider me as that as, as such. And so I, I, I want this space to be no different. You know, that excites me because as you both had shared, yeah, you know, I'm an education nerd. So being in this space, asking questions, learning, providing a constructive space for others to learn in a conversation that I think has all too often been co-opted by people for not the most magnanimous of reasons. I'm excited to provide this space to everyone, uh, but I most importantly get to do it with you three. So as we wrap this first episode, we are excited to begin this journey with all of you. In time, we'll have social media, we'll have other ways for you to engage. We are going to ask people to send questions to the show because we want to hear just what people are curious about in this conversation of education. So for today, thank you for listening. I'm Nick Saveri. I'm Patrice Fenton. And I'm Stacey Schultz. Thank you for listening, and we'll be with you all again soon. This has been the Educate US Podcast a production of Leon Media Network. For more on our show, visit us at leonmedianetwork.com backslash educate us.